When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Viking stock. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Welcome into Purple Daily. Rick Spielman, multi-year contract extension. We will talk about it here on this episode of PD, but a quick shout out to Federated Insurance. One of our proud partners here, at least we're proud to have them. I'm not going to speak on behalf of whether they're proud of Mackie and Judd. There's a lot of things that uh, that they probably shouldn't be proud of for, but uh, when it comes to Mackie and Judd. But you should be proud if you have Federated as your insurance partner. And if you don't, you might want to consider it. You can find out more about the 100-plus year history of Federated down in Owatonna, Minnesota at federatedinsurance.com, where you can also find a full list of industries Federated protects during this pandemic period as well, which has been one of the toughest four-month periods for business owners. So uh, check it out, federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. <laughs> I'm just going to play this on loop right here. That's Rick Spielman laughing all the way to the bank. I was going to say, Rick, what's that? <laughs> Really? You're going to be here for a while longer, you say, huh? <laughs> How long, Rick? Oh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, the Vikings sent out a press release in all caps, which Declan and I were joking about. The Vikings press release has always come out in caps lock. Football. <laughs> and it's Rick Spielman. So Mike Zimmer was extended, multi-year contract extension, uh, last week or the week before. I lose track of time. And now Rick Spielman has been signed to a multi-year contract extension. Quote from Mark Wilf, Rick has been outstanding in his role as Vikings general manager. We are excited and honored to have him continue to lead our efforts to build a championship roster and first-class organization. With Rick's and coach Mike Zimmer's leadership in place, we are in a great position to continue to compete for a Super Bowl. So my first question to you, Judd Zolget, is would you have given Rick Spielman a multi-year contract extension? He's going into the last year of his deal. Yes. Do you agree or disagree with the Vikings' decision to do so? This is difficult because um, at the end of last season, I had to give this some thought, okay? But if he got the same exact contract extension that Zim did, and I'm going to assume that Rick did, that means that they're both going to coach on or coach and in his case be the GM on the last year of the current contract 2020 and then three year extensions are going to kick in starting in 2021 uh 22 through 23 um here's why I'm okay with the philosophy now because things have changed 
The pandemic has changed things. 2020 is a wild card. We don't know if they're going to play football. If they do, is every team going to play the entire season? Are yeah. some teams going to be shut? There's so many unknowns now that I would, if I'm a team, i.e. the Vikings in this case, I want to lock into as much security as possible. I will say in the case of of Rick Spielman, it felt like there was a seismic shift in the way that people felt about him because of the draft. I mean, he made 15 picks. We have no idea how, yeah. if, you know, if the majority of those picks are going to turn into good productive players, but it certainly seems like he had a good draft. So, am I bothered by what the Vikings have done in the last 3 weeks or so with Zim and Spielman? No, I think it probably is the right move. Do I think that this is for sure going to lead to a championship? No, I don't. But I do think that the philosophy of saying there's so much uncertainty now surrounding every team and the league that if you can give yourself certainty. And Phil, this goes back to a a discussion that we've had for a, a long time. The Vikings have found a continuity and a level of being professional that at times, despite their successes, they've lacked. Yeah. But between Mike and Rick, and Zim started in 2014, this franchise has been stable. Like the amount of embarrassing incidents off the field, the rest have gone way down. And so before you say to yourself, I am going to make a change because you have not won a championship yet, I think you need to take a step back. If you're the Wilfs and say, but what have these two done? And they've done a nice job. So all that being said, I think the contract extensions are probably appropriate, and they're go and they are now going to probably give you the final glimpse of can these guys eventually get to a Super Bowl and potentially win said Super Bowl? You know, I ordinarily like when I read through team issued press releases and quotes. It's usually just fluff, and I just don't. I actually agree with everything Mark Wilf said in this in this quote in the press release. I'll read it one more time. Let's just go through it. Rick has been outstanding in his role as Vikings general manager. Now, some people are going to say, obviously, you're not perfect as a general manager. Christian Ponder is on your resume, and Matt Khalil is on your resume. You could also chalk Matt Khalil in part up to a knee injury. Um, So he hasn't been perfect in his role as general manager, but he has been outstanding. I would say relative to the rest of the league, if you're just looking for which teams in the NFL the last, let's say, 10 to 12 years, since Rick Spielman really started having influence over drafts and personnel moves, Mm -hmm rank franchises based on how competitive their rosters have been. And the Vikings are for sure in the top 10, maybe even knocking on the door of the top five, like the Patriots, the Seahawks have had pretty damn good rosters. Although I I would argue their rosters have eroded. They've been whiffing a lot in the draft in the first couple rounds. And Russell Wilson has been kind of holding things together. Right. Right. But they've got the quarterback. Exactly. And the the Vikings are kind of the other way where they've gotten the roster right defensively and, you know, offensive line still has some work to be done, but um, but I would say, like, if if outstanding in his role as general manager, to me, I would say yes. Like, he has built top borderline top five rosters up and down. The next part, we are excited and honored to have him continue to lead our efforts to build a championship caliber roster, first class organization. And then with Rick and Mike's leadership in place, we are in a great position to continue to compete for a Super Bowl. And I think those things are correct. And if And if you get to the end point in that sentence and it's, all right, the things you need to compete for a Super Bowl. And let's start with, let's just go general manager, coach, and quarterback. Mm -hmm. I trust Rick Spielman the next three or four years more than I trust Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer in that equation. I think Rick Spielman has done such an excellent job, especially in those middle rounds of the draft where he found Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin all those years ago and Stefan Diggs. Like, 
the guys he's finding. I mean, Dalvin Cook was a second-round draft pick that they had to take a chance on. They were right about him. Uh, Alex Madison might be their next starting running back in two years. They were right on him, too. Yes. So the amount of guys he has found after the first round mm-hmm. to build this roster up, uh, I trust him to continue doing that for the most part with the Vikings. He's good at accruing young talent. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he he has a knack for that, and and do... Do I tr- do I I think that what the Vikings did here with these two is smart? Yes, I do. I I, I think that if you had sent them into 2020 and, and all the uncertainty that's going to surround this and been like, "Go win it, boys." That's a bunch of garbage. Um I'm curious. So he- here's my one question now, assuming that both these guys are under contract through 2023. My one question is this. Is Cousins the quarterback that entire time? And I know that they gave him the extension in March as well. But I guess my one question is, is this is this a marriage of two or three? Is this Spielman, Zim, and Cousins? Or is this a marriage of two, the GM and coach? And the quarterback's in the marriage, sort of. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, man, if we can find a way to well, maybe... Would you be... Well, let me flip the question. I'll answer your question with a question. Would you be okay if ownership basically said, hey, you guys are attached to Kirk Cousins, but also... We're going to give you an extra year or two beyond potentially the life of Kirk Cousins' contract because we like we believe in what you're building, especially you, uh, Rick. Because Rick's Rick's I think Rick has more years left as a GM than Mike Zimmer has left as a coach, just based on age and different things. Sure. Um, would you feel okay if the trust in those guys went beyond Kirk Cousins? I don't know, and my inclination would be if I'm talking about both of them, correct? Yeah. Is no. Maybe the answer is different for both. Is no. Well, here's here's my question. In two or three years, are, are we going to be to a point where defense is going to be a little bit more back in vogue and stopping quarterbacks is now going to be – because the one, the one thing that you could debate this pretty solidly is the trend of this league towards clearly quarterback play – Offense and the rules being um, being tilted towards those positions and that side of the football. The one question is: Does Zimmer's style and Spielman's drafting for that style does that continue to work pretty well, or is it going to erode more? And we don't know. Um, but th- but this is where okay. So let's say let's say Rick and Mike work these work through these contracts and let's say Rick might be in line in 2023 for an, an extension too and Mike's probably going to be done. This is where it gets very interesting as far as the last years of Mike coaching here and his quarterback. And this comes back to last week's discussion, my good man, Aaron Rodgers or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Because if you're Zim and you're and you get to 2022 or 3 and, and it's clear that Kirk didn't work out and you're going to sever ties with Kirk Cousins. If you're Mike, you're not going to say, hey, Rick, do me a favor. Draft me a young quarterback. You don't have time for that, right? Mm-hmm. And so the end the end of this relationship between coach and GM gets to be incredibly intriguing and interesting given that the coach is almost certainly going to come and say, let's take one more shot, and if it's not with Kirk, it's probably with a veteran that you can obtain or is on the market. And Rick Spielman can always point to the 2009 season and say, and he wasn't officially the general manager yet by 2009, but he effectively ran personnel in front office. Sure. He can say, hey, I know we didn't win a Super Bowl in 2009, but when I build a roster and then the timing is right for us to get one of the dudes at quarterback that matter 
Look what happens. Now, of course, like the Vikings, you know, the reason why they made it so far was also the reason Brett Favre why they lost in that NFC Championship game. But I think I think you know we sit here and with Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman, you know, the, you know there's things to criticize, there's things to nitpick, and quarterback is always the thing that we keep landing back on. And where I am a little bit less hard on on Rick Spielman uh, in the quarterback conversation is there's not that many guys uh, that are franchise type guys that are that are like guys that you would that you would put an entire roster on their back and have them lead you to a Super Bowl. There's not that many guys available, and when there's not a guy available, you have to just sort of figure it out through the draft or free agency. And he's done that. I would flip it around and say, all right, if you were to take some of these. Rick Spielman rosters the last 10 years or so, and 2009 is certainly one of them from 11 years ago. How many of these rosters that he has built, if you were to put an Aaron Rodgers on top of it, or a Brett Favre 2009 on top of it, or if, you know, whoever, if Tom Brady were to have chosen the Vikings or something, put that guy on top of it. Or, even better, if you were to have been able to draft the Pat Mahomes, if the timing was right, you know, in the years in which it made sense for the Vikings to draft a quarterback, if Pat Mahomes was available for you mm-hmm. and put it on top of these rosters, how many Super Bowls would they have the last ten years? I think the answer is at least a couple. Like if, if instead of Case Keenum, if they had Pat Mahomes, or if instead of Kirk yeah. Cousins, they had Russell Wilson, they have or at something. least one probably right. So if if part of the thing holding the Vikings back during the Rick Spielman era and Mike Zimmer era is they just haven't had that top five or six quarterback that everyone is trying to get. How much can you hold that against them? And I think the answer is like not as much as as people like you can rip him for Ponder for sure. I don't think you can rip Rick Spielman for Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think you can rip Rick Spielman for at least the initial Kirk Cousins contract. You might be able to rip him for the second Kirk Cousins contract because they then they like at a time of desperation they signed Kirk Cousins in free agency. Right. Then when it was time to re up Kirk Cousins. Or go down some other path, or go back to the draft. They then actively decided we're going to stick with like the eleventh best guy in the league well, for thirty five million dollars too. Right, that was a cap move so, in large part. I guess my long winded point here is, if quarterback is the thing that has been holding the Vikings back from winning a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. can you really, really hold that against Rick Spielman, or is it just a supply and demand problem in the NFL, and he's just one of the guys dealing with that supply and demand problem? I think it's the I think the ponder thing remains a big deal because the identify the ability ability to identify a young QB at that time. Um, I, I don't know that I don't know Rick has that gene. But that being said, this whole conversation also revolves around this: Are you going to improve if you fire Rick? If you fire Mike, are you going to are you are the Wolves going to wave a magic wand and keep things stable, keep things good? And keep things going upwards. That's the tough thing here. This is not a mess. This has been, by the way, a mess before. These guys have done a lot of good, good things. Um, does Mike's coaching style great on people? I think it absolutely does. Does Zim have um, a ton of fans with the team right now inside, front front office-wise? I think he's got some. But certainly, I don't think the entire staff loves Mike. But that being said, okay, let's say let's say you say to Mike, 2020 is it. It's been nice. Or to Rick, to both of them. Are you going to improve your team? And there is no way that you can unequivocally right now say, absolutely. So unless you've got that plan, and look, if you could identify a GM that could magically find QBs, 
and a coach that can develop said QBs, then go hire them tomorrow and fire this crew right now, and I get that. But you can't, and it's difficult. And the the only thing that I'm curious about is, as we progress now into 2021-22, is does Mike Style continue to work both off the field and on, or is this thing going to become even more QB offensive-centric? Because... Mike got this job in 2014, and Mike stepped in, I thought, and did a really good job. And part of that was because while things were shifting towards QBs being incredibly important and offenses too, it hadn't fully gone there now. There's nothing I've seen now that says to me, this is going back to defense. I'm curious about that. But there is a lot more than that to saying, you guys are fired. I'm going to go hire a 36-year-old GM and a 32 your old coach who knows yeah. offense, and they're going to step in and be fantastic. You don't know that. Here, here's another question for you guys, and actually I'll throw this to Declan first because let's go around the room with this one. If P.J. Fleck were to leave Minnesota and go coach Notre Dame or Michigan or someone, I think we'd all say, Whew, it's a rough loss for the Gophers. Holy yeah. cow. Like this dude came in. How are you going to replace P.J. Fleck? The guy is just one of the top coaches in college football. If Rick Spielman or Mike Zimmer were to leave the Vikings and go somewhere else, what would the feeling be? Would it be, oof, for each of them separately? Or would it be, uh, you know, whatever, we'll go find, we'll go find somebody else? Uh, I'm pretty bullish on Rick Spielman, as you guys kind of laid out. He just, he's hit a lot of good draft picks. And I know everyone looks at the ponder as like this big black eye over all of it. But, I mean, the guy just finds talent all over the draft. And I, I, I think he has a better chance of sticking around here longer than Mike Zimmer does. That being said, um, I also love what Mike Zimmer has done since he's arrived here in Minnesota. I love that he's changed the culture off the field. He's made the Vikings a legitimate force on defense, which is something I haven't really seen in my lifetime as a Vikings fan. Uh, So I I, I like Mike Zimmer a lot, but I can see why eventually that you would move on from Mike Zimmer. And would I be crushed? I don't know if I'd be crushed. I would probably tip my cap and say, you know what? That was a pretty good era of Vikings football. And on to the next one. This is really intriguing. Okay, here, my feeling about Vikings <laughs> fans. Question. I know. Fantastic question. Dang. My feeling about Vikings fans is this. And the, these are polar opposite things, but I find them with Vikings fans to be true. They don't have a championship, and they have some terrible, terrible luck as far as losses, okay? But they're spoiled. They're spoiled. So I, th- I think if the Wilfs had called Zim... And Rick Spielman in and said, you fired. You're done. I think a lot of the fan base would have said, oh, cool. Okay, we're going to go get we're gonna go get the next uh, Shanahan or McVay. And we're going to go get a young GM. And this is going to be fantastic. And it's going to be an offensive team. Um, and they might be wrong. But if Fleck leaves, I think Gopher fans would be fully aware, I think. I might be wrong here. But I believe that they would be aware of what walked out the door. I think if Spielman and Zim, when they do leave, or if they had been let go, Vikings fans would say, oh, that's fine, good, we'll replace them. The problem with that is you can turn around the next year and it can fall apart. But Vikings fans, it's weird, Phil. They, they're sort of, they're spoiled. They're spoiled because this team is never really bad, despite the, the fact that there is a long list of really hard-to-take seasons and losses in their history. 
And see, I think I think if Mike Zimmer left, like Mike Mike Zimmer is definitely a fan favorite. Uh, his he's he's got he just like, as much. Yeah, I think he's got. I think he's. I mean, I, I not to say that like there's not an urgency to get over the next hump. Like I think that exists, but I think in terms of likability as a coach. He drastically outscores like Brad Childress and maybe oh, sure. even Leslie Frazier. Like Leslie Frazier was a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I think people genuinely connect with Mike Zimmer's salt of the earth personality. The fact that he doesn't really pull punches sometimes to a fault. He'll just throw guys under the bus. And I think, I think, I think fans have come to love Mike Zimmer, but also you know love him. But hey, man, like eh, you've been here for a while. It's time to take the next step and win a Super Bowl. Right. I think both those things can live under the same roof. Um, I think with Rick Spielman. I actually do think Rick Spielman's underrated and undervalued in some cases here in the Twin Cities in that if he were to go to like like if if the Cleveland Browns were smart or if the the Bengals or like the Detroit Lions I'm sorry example, who the Cleveland Browns the Detroit Lions smart did you say smart if any of these bottom feeding organizations Washington's another one the Washington football team these organizations would be smart to hire Rick Spielman away not not that they could but like if they had a chance to just get Rick Spielman he would change those franchises. I'm not saying that they would win a Super Bowl, but you'd you'd stop being two and fourteen. Yeah, he accrues young and talent. Four well. and twelve. I if, agree. if you're the Washington football team and Rick Spielman's your GM, yeah, you would instantly over the course of two or three years develop an actual roster, and then from there, you know, who's your coach? Did you nail the quarterback? Et cetera, et cetera. So um, if you walked out the door, I would say stability is walking out the door. Spielman, I'm saying, stability is walking out the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, the comfort of knowing that you're going to hit on the Daniil Hunters and the Harrison Smiths and, like, you're going to have cornerstone players for years and years, like, that comfort goes out the door. I would need to know what's replacing him. Yeah. Um, and I would never, as I've said on previous episodes, I would never just get rid of Z- Zimmer and Spielman when you've been good consistently for a number of years without knowing exactly what I'm getting. Now, if Kyle Shanahan wants to come coach here, all right. Sorry, Mike. Right, but if you think you found roll. the next one, that's the problem. If I think I've, if I'm gambling on the next one, I want Rick Spielman still as my GM, so that I know that my roster is stable. Um, I would never do what the Browns do, which is fire everybody all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's so, that's true. Yeah. So he, here's my question: Do you think that that after 23, Zim leaves? Probably at that point, Spielman gets another extension. Do you think Spielman then, if he gets that that extension and has a huge say in the next coaching hire? pivots and hires an offensive coach because I think there is a good chance that that takes place and if that offensive coach is good and can identify talent on on the offensive side of of the ball as well as Mike can on the defensive side Mm -hmm. I'd be very intrigued to see what that formula is starting in 2024. I do think that is the case and you can also uh, just look at the timeline here you know your, your natural instinct to do the opposite of what you've been doing sometimes just to change it up and Rick Spielman has had back-to-back defensive head coaches because Leslie Frazier was a defensive head coach for three years. Even hire though, him. yeah, but yeah, that's true. But he, but he uh, didn't. I mean, couldn't you say that Leslie Frazier was promoted to head coach in large part because of Rick Spielman, or was that mm, not the Wilfs? They panicked. Do you think Spielman disagreed with that decision? I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Yeah, they. they but blew- but, he, but he, he's had a defensive-minded yeah, sure, head right. coach for Absolutely. a number of years. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean. That's probably worth a whole another discussion on its own. If if we believe Rick Spielman is a really great identifier of young talent, what if you put all that energy into an offensive minded coach and system and all those and things? Could you then find your quarterback, maybe? Yeah. Your long term quarterback. A, a hidden gem in there that you would trade up for, like what Andy Reid saw Amen. in 
Patrick Mahomes. So Rick Spielman, multi-year contract extension. If you could go to our YouTube page, if you're not already watching us there, youtube.com slash Gornarth, and uh, A, subscribe. It helps out the show and it helps spread the word. But leave us a thought. What are your thoughts on Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer? Would you have locked those guys up to long-term contract extensions, or would you have uh, let them ride into a lame duck season and make them prove it in 2020? During a pandemic. During a pandemic, (laughs) in a season that might not even happen. Do your best. (laughs) Do your best. That's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're Mackie and Judd and Declan, and we'll see you next time.